0: I've never thought about the fact that when I'm swimming in a lake, there could be just dead people in there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of dead there's stuff. There's a very in
1: there. strong chance. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I would say there's yeah definitely we a strong. Why don't chance. swim in lakes? It's fucking creepy. <laughs> is that why? That's, yeah, that's so much the one reason.
0: This is Public Kills Off Kilter Podcast.
1: everybody, welcome to another episode of the Off-Kilter Podcast, where myself, Briz, and Jake get together and talk about whatever it is we're feeling. To my left is Brian. Hello, Brian. Hey, Travis. What's up? Not much. And I'm sitting across from the lovely cookie monster himself,
0: Jake. Hello, Jake. Cookie! I can't Can I believe come? you didn't mention his flannel shirt or his black t-shirt.
1: Well, I got away from it because he's actually doing something to me. He's eating a cookie. <laughs> I thought I'd point that out.
2: Yeah, eat a cookie, Brian.
1: Every day, Jake is wearing either flannel black or some combination thereof. People are getting tired of hearing about it. Okay. Yeah. What kind of cookie you got over there, big guy? It is a
2: uh, triple chocolate chunk, real butter, real eggs, real vanilla, and Ghirardelli
1: chocolate chips. Really? Real eggs? Real yeah. eggs. Yeah. Huh. None of that fake horse shit they get at McDonald's. Correct. <laughs> None of those canned egg whites. Yeah, which are still good, but they run right, right yeah. run right through me. Run right through me. I just I can't. It's like Usain Bolt. I can just sniff the fumes out of the U- top U- of my S- Usain Yolk. Oh, ah, there you go. Yeah, I can just <laughs> sniff the flame or the, the fumes coming out of a McDonald's and immediately have to go make a runny-do. It is. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about it. And I like it, yeah. but it does not hang around. Mm-hmm. Same so that way with the Wendy's. Well, if Wendy's had breakfast, the Wendy's should do bre- a flame-broiled
0: breakfast. Everything's flame-broiled. Now you it? guys are always talking about how this fast food just ruins your insides, but I don't seem to have that problem. The only thing that's ever done that to me is 7-Eleven food. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some that's taquitos. the king. That's I think. King. I think. I think we have to
2: use food very loosely in that. Uh, in that. Right. Space. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and
1: it's designed for that too, because they want you to not get too far from the Seven Eleven before you have to come dashing back inside.
2: Yeah. Stop at the one that's five miles away. Yeah. Because then,
1: the People don't really understand. They get most most of their cells are just wet wipes. <laughs> people dashing back in, <clears throat> over wiping in the bathroom, getting little wet wipes on the way out. Yep. Maybe some Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. Just a. Pour the over fuel. your back. <laughs> <laughs> and then you use the wet wipes for cleanup and get that sticky mess off. Yep, yep. The Gatorade will put out the fire, they say. I've not tried it myself. Um, all right. So lately I have been, uh, to take this in a completely different direction, I have been reading, uh, or I'm, I'm actually finished reading it, a book based on a local murder mystery okay. to where we are. It's okay. called Under the Trestle. Okay. I forget who wrote it. Should do better about knowing authors of things? <laughs> yeah, probably. It's a Brooks or a Reynolds or a Roberts. Not important. But anyway, he wrote a book called Under the Trestle. Mm. And, uh, you might have heard of this. I think you've probably heard of this. So Brian, I'm not mm. sure if you would have heard of this murder mystery, but, uh, over in the city of Radford, not far from us, there's a, a train trestle that yeah. goes over. Real old train trestle. And, uh, they found this, this girl's car there. Trunk was open and some of her belongings strewn. And they, they basically traced it all back and figured out she was out at a, Uh, nightclub, local nightclub here in 1980 with this guy and, uh, had gone back to his buddy's parents' house at Claytor Lake. They had like a a little vacation home, so it wasn't their main, their main stay. Okay. And, uh, he had access to this place. Evidently took her back there. The, the friend knew that too. So there's, confirmed that he was with her, right? Okay. Uh, she's missing. To this day, never found her. Right. Now, they never found the body at all, but he was convicted. Of murder without a body, the first time in Virginia someone has been convicted of first degree murder. Or actually, I think it got put down to second degree. The guy or the buddy? The guy. The guy. Just, I mean, this, there's so much circumstantial evidence against him um, based on like, you know, where he was at the time uh, when they when the people that were staying in the house came back. He was there. Her car was there, but she wasn't there. They saw him with a blue towel, and then later they found a blue towel near her car and. Um, they, they did some, you know, the polygraph, which was not, didn't hold up in court, but he failed that. A bunch of other stuff. But it was a really interesting book, and a lot of local players and local, um, local places around here were named. So, and that kind of gets me in a little bit more than usual. Right. So, I just thought that was interesting, but there's a lot of rumors about where her body might still be. There's still people out there today, kind of, you know, amateur sleuths and that kind of thing, poking around the city of Radford looking for this. This girl's body, which was never recovered, they found all of her bloody clothes and everything, but excuse me, never her body so it's crazy. If you guys want to get some shovels you know, <laughs> I got some I got some idea I have ideas you so. know what are you thinking I, you know, Bissett? Well, there, there was the rumor that he, <laughs> she was buried in, cause Bissett Park was newly made then, so there was a lot of freshly turned over soil he could have put her in. Also, the Dedman Center, Radford University's basketball court was being built then too, and they, there were rumors that, you know, he, he was actually helping work on that. They dropped her in the foundation. Dropped um, her in the foundation, but they, they went back and, trace it so this book actually dispels a lot of those rumors because they went back and figured out they weren't pouring concrete on those dates so she wouldn't have been buried in the concrete they had records of all that stuff um, they actually um the, so the local dam here so the river she was found near a trestle that was beside the new river uh-huh. and uh They manipulated the dam to speed up the river to see if they could knock her loose, if she was caught in rocks and that kind of thing. They sent all these divers down in Claytor Lake. My theory though actually is that she's probably somewhere in Claytor Lake. It's a big lake, 21 miles long. Very deep. Very deep. The house they were staying at was right on the river, or right on the lake. Mm, uh She probably, I mean, now they did dive it, they searched it pretty thoroughly, and people still to this day will, you know, poke around. Uh, She's not been recovered, but that's the best theory. I think that's the best place to hide her forever. Sure. a big catfish on. on there that would probably just eat that right up. Yeah. I mean, you, at this day, I mean, the, with the erosion and all that, the flooding and stuff, the sediments probably got her covered up. Probably never find her, but she's, That's she's nice. somewhere. That's the weirdest thing about a lot of missing person cases is that people are somewhere. Right. I mean, Yeah. Yeah. People don't just evaporate.
0: I've never thought about the fact that when I'm swimming in a lake, there could be just dead people in there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of a, dead there's stuff There's a very there.
1: strong chance, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would say there's, yeah, definitely I mean, a strong I don't chance.
2: don't swim in lakes. It's fucking creepy. <laughs> is
1: that why? That's yeah, the one that's reason. the one
0: reason. Ponds, <laughs> Ponds are you'll fine. You'll do a pond.
2: Ponds are shallow. Yeah, you'll do you a pond. You can see people down there. I
0: don't like ponds. Because in it's a stagnant. lake, in a lake, like... All the stuff at the bottom is far enough down that you're not touching it. Not touching it. Mm. But in the pond, you'll feel that stuff touching your feet and stuff. Yeah. Right.
1: And I think the, the water is a little more stagnant in the pond, too. Definitely.
0: Right? definitely. More mosquitoes. You don't have a chance for algae.
1: kind yeah. in a pond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, a big lake, a big enough lake. Yeah, like a, maybe a, a great like, yeah. Now, those just feel, you know, no different than maybe a, a like, small ocean, you know. it's yeah. like, There's there's current and tides and that kind of thing. You don't yeah, really yeah. know the difference other than the fact that it's typically <clears throat> colder and it's in Michigan mm-hmm. and not in a place like really you big. Know, Florida. Or, <laughs> right, you know, where it's warm and nice and pretty. Not not saying that the lakes aren't. I'm sure they're pretty. They're lovely. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, there's a little difference there. But, mm-hmm. but, yeah, not to turn this into what's your favorite body of water or anything, but. <laughs>
2: I'm What's your favorite buddy? Lake away?
1: Michigan was gorgeous. Yeah?
2: It's crazy. Like, you can't even see across it. Like, it is crazy, It's right? insane. Like, like, you stand on the stand on the beach or the shore or whatever, and you look out, and you're like, that's just a lake. That's not like
1: mm-hmm. any of the oceans or the Gulf of Mexico. It's just like, that's just a lake. You think the first settlers got there, and we're like, damn, found the coast already. Yep. Look yeah. at us. We're done. This little island. <laughs> We've done it. Yeah. And then we they did. go over there, and they're like, ah, oh, shit, Wisconsin. Yeah. Never mind. We thought, <laughs> we thought it was... Guys, we found cheese. <laughs> we found
0: cheese. <laughs> it's just growing out of the ground the Mm -hmm. cheese I think the body of water that I've had the most fun in is probably Smith Mountain Lake oh yeah there you go that's it now that's also where uh, Dirty Dancing was filmed is that right or is that a different one no same one Mountain Lake
1: that's Mountain Lake same one that's in Giles different place (laughs) okay (laughs) they're different Um, I get that was my bad me too (laughs) so Brian was actually not in the Dirty Dancing
0: right no sorry he was in a corner though I was everybody put Brian I was at one point a baby (laughs) as well um, Some would say still. <laughs> Some. Oh. We saw you eat that like spicy you, food on the
1: stream. I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm I kidding. did all right. Did it was right. good. It was fine. You did, did great. You did, did good. Uh,
0: my buddy had a. His parents owned a pontoon boat and a sea when okay. we were in high school. So we got to take the stuff out sometimes without his parents there. So it was really cool. There was nice. a little. Did you island. pee on the seat of the sea No. Or the boat? No. Okay. Why, Why are we we asking you asking this? I'm just curious. <laughs> Only Are cars. Coming? Are you into that? <laughs> no, it's, I'm just... It's, it's like, only cars. I have a CD. with you on it? and people that <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a little island in the middle of the lake. There's probably more than one, but there was this particular one that we took the boat out to and we camped there. We put up a tent, campfire, spent the night, got drunk, went out swimming, riding the sea It was good times. Yeah. You were at 11? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was 17. That's okay. cool. That's good age. Yeah, that's good age. Um, but I will say my favorite beach that I've ever been to, and I've only been to a few, um, is South Beach in Miami. Yeah, I would say. Because it was a like one. a giant swimming pool, basically. Yeah, clear water. Clear water, and you could go out 100 yards from shore, and it was still only like four and a half feet deep. Water's warm as shit. Yeah, you could see everything through the water. I don't like nice. not being able to see what my feet are touching.
1: That mm-hmm. is that is a thing that I've had to overcome. I don't really have the thalassophobia, right? But I am intrigued by like imagery of deep abyss water, like the um, you know just being out at sea or something and looking like not being able to see land and just only having the dark water around you is kind of an unsettling feeling. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. have a real phobia of it, but it's like wow, that's that's wild, like, right? It's just something that how small you are, you feel like you know especially like me,
2: like a lot of the movies that I watched as a kid had that in it. Like there was a lot of like ships and shipwrecks and people at sea. And it's weird to think that like, I mean, for a very long time that that was the norm for a lot of people was that they were in a situation like that where they were just rum and scurvy out there by themselves. Yeah. Middle of nothing. I would definitely like to do that at some point, not on a cruise ship, but just like a, I don't know.
1: A boat. Take a little voyage out, maybe yeah. a couple of days. Go deep sea fishing or something. Not even to fish, just sightsee. Yeah. Just something to do while you're out there. I figure, like yeah. you'd sightsee and be like, "All right, so we fishing now, or what are we doing?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've yeah. seen everything yeah. there is to see, which is nothing. I just I've seen the sea. <laughs> yeah. I've been on a cruise, and it was we each night or each day we would stop at a different port. But there was one day where we just spent the whole day at sea. Okay. So there's just nothing around. Yeah. So that was a little weird, not being able to see anything but water. But the boat is so big, it kind of compensates it, it, yeah. for yeah. that. See, that's the thing. Like like a mini why, like city. A, yeah. Yeah. Like
2: a cruise, is. there's too many people. There's too much to do. There's like a lot of glitz. And I, I would prefer that experience to be a little bit more... I don't know. Like solitary? Yeah.
1: No, I don't want to do it by myself
2: necessarily.
1: But just, you know, a little more scaled down where
2: it's...
0: A lot of
1: people like poo-poo cruises and it's obviously people that have already been on cruises, but I think it's one of those things that you should definitely do, want some sort of... I mean, just, just to get out on the water, like yeah. there's probably not an easier way to do it unless you know somebody with a yacht or something, right. but like definitely, I think it's, yeah. it's cool to get out of way and not see, not see land for a while.
2: Like, yeah. it's I know like everybody, that. it seems like almost everybody I know that says this, but I'd like to do like one of those Alaskan cruises, like almost everybody I know when I talk about cruises, like I don't really care about, you know, down here, I want to go up to Alaska. And I'm one of those people that Oh say yeah, that. Because I do, I would prefer like the colder water and mm-hmm. seeing some glaciers and seeing some dolphins and whales and shit. Absolutely, yeah. man. I, was, I don't really care about like island life. That's just not,
1: that's too hot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's too familiar to us in a way. It's it's like, we're we're kind of East coast. We, you know, you see a lot of that stuff. You go to Myrtle beach and you see the beaches. I do want to go see, a glacier and some deep, dark northern water right, and some... big fish and that yeah. kind of thing and um I I def- that is definitely on my list and I don't think it's as as you mentioned like the glitz part like there's not people in bikinis hanging out it's yeah. right with like umbrella drinks and yeah no it's it may be like the weather's not great and all that stuff but that's still like that's part of the experience I would, yeah, I would totally I would totally dig that yeah, yeah exactly yeah, just we, gray above and we blue should beneath. do it me and you a big briz if you want in nice romantic Alaskan cruise <laughs> yeah. just the off kilter boys we'll just take like a lot of beer. Yeah. I do a lot of beer.
2: I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm assuming you can do beer. Sure. Do beer. You can do beer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can do a beer, eh? You can do a beer.
2: I'm sure that's how they say in Canada.
0: It has
1: to be. Yeah, I saw some deals, actually. I got really into looking into it. You can uh, basically, if you want to fly to Seattle Mm -hmm. and then you drive a little bit north, um, there's some places there where they uh, will set out and... Do the whole cruise like seven days and up and around Alaska. You stop in Juneau, I think, and come mm-hmm. back down. And it's not—I mean, the, I think the most the most expensive parts of getting to Seattle. Sure. After that, you're just renting a car, riding on a boat for a few days, and coming back. But if you can couple it with something else, right?
0: Well, uh, I'll tell Danielle to be on the lookout for some deals for you,
1: because she's a yeah. small-time travel agent. That's right. That's right. We well, should... t- tell her to find some tickets from from
0: here to Bristol, England.
1: First England. Yeah. What's out there, big guy? Well, I want to go. want to go out
2: there. It's it's a, it's a it's a festival called Arc Arctangent. 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 tangent. Okay. Little little What's trigonometry. A, a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but it's a like a three or four day festival in Bristol, and I could get in for free, and I would have a place to stay. Well, press, press passes. Press um, passes. This is a music go. thing. Yeah. This is yeah, big big music thing. Um, I, I've always wanted to go over there and like. Anyway, this is like a massive festival with all kinds of bands that I would love to well, see. Well, bebop,
1: rabbit, jazz. Yeah, you no. Know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like
2: a progressive music thing. So oh, there's cool. like you know, Masuka's there and uh, Battles and Pine. Just lots of lots of acts that I think would be cool to see, especially in Europe, because honestly, most of my musical tastes are European, and a lot of them just never make it over.
1: Right, right. So it'd be cool to just go over there and. You know, meet some of those guys. And- I'm a small-time Anglophile, too. <clears throat> I, I really want to go, I mean, to Europe in general. Same. But definitely want to go where I can actually interact with people, which would be right. Great Britain. Great Britain. Yeah. yeah. I think you could get get away in, like, most of uh, Scandinavia, too. Like, the, yeah. uh, English
2: is very popular. I mean,
1: really, honestly, a lot of the European countries... Yeah are good for that. But if you get too off the beaten path. Right. Which
2: is kinda where I would want to I kinda to be. wanna
1: go to like a dive or see yeah, how people live. Some local place. Get away from I mean I wanna do all the touristy stuff too, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I you know, I also wanna that's the the best part about going on some of the work trips I've been able to go to just in the US and going to cities like, big cities that I've only ever seen pictures of or seen on TV and getting outside of, like, the Main Strip and going to, like, a dive bar, walking around and actually seeing the people and right. what makes the city tick. And that's more been more interesting to me than, like, the fucking Liberty Bell, which is just a cracked piece of metal. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, speaking of Philadelphia, which we'll be going to soon. But <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. West Philadelphia. Born and raised. Yeah. Love uh, it on the playground. That's where I spent most of my days. <laughs> Copyright strike very soon. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, well, Brian, have you been sleeping? Any good dreams?
0: Yeah, dreams. Um, it's not like okay. I don't want to to build this up as don't some hedge. amazing don't dream. Don't hedge. Okay. <clears throat> Normally, I feel like I don't dream. Okay. Or at the very least, I don't remember dreaming. Sure. Mm. Right. Right. The only ones that I kind of remember are the bad ones where there's like a spider crawling on me. Yeah. And I kind of wake myself up trying to shake it off, you know? There you go. Shake it
2: off. Isn't that kind of like, you know, like when you're so drunk that you black out, it's not that you forget it. Your brain just stops making the memories. Yeah. Unless there's something bad that happens and then your brain's like, I should remember this. Yeah. I think it's probably the same thing, right? I think so because like I was I was blackout drunk and some guy like fell down the steps and I remember that but that's the only <laughs> thing I remember from that night you know yeah, I, think, yeah. I think it's the same I remember barfing ensemble. on Dave's shoe there when you I was go. turned 21 but that's the only night only thing you remember from that night yeah.
1: <laughs> and Dave remembers it yeah. vividly yeah. He, he so won't me shoe. forget <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's got like an effigy of you over it it's it's weird so this <clears throat> dream I had the other night stood out to me because it was kind of a cool dream and I just remembered it very vividly, okay. Um, which crisp was details really out of the ordinary for me. So I was basically playing Minecraft, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like you know sitting at my computer playing Minecraft. I was like in Minecraft VR. I was it's it was as if I was in VR, but I wasn't using VR. Mm-hmm. I was just like in Minecraft. But you weren't Steve. You weren't Minecraft Steve. You were still no. Brown. I was just me. Okay. And I was just, you know, playing, but I I, I still knew it was a game. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know, I was chopping a block on something. As like you do. It. And I can't remember what happened, but somehow I accidentally chopped the block directly underneath my feet. Oh, don't ever dig down. Exactly. Yeah. So I immediately, like, when that happened, I thought, oh, fuck, here we go. And I start falling through this hole. And it's like the biggest, deepest hole I've ever seen. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, good God. And I'm just, like, falling. I'm not, like, scared or anything. It's just, like, I know I'm about to die or whatever. This this happens. <laughs> um, and, but on the way down, I'm like, well, maybe there's, like, some water or, like, a waterfall or something I can kind of get in. Maybe a so, diamond so thing. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like... Uh, trying to angle my fall, like right. looking for a good spot. Can you to even land. do that in Minecraft? When you fall, you just fall straight you just down. Fall. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I remember. You, remember. Okay. Yeah, you can't <laughs> not, not
1: trying to break the reality of your dream. I don't even think you can do that.
0: <laughs> but like, that's inconsistent with the game logic. <laughs> just to give you an idea about how like deep this hole was, like I'm thinking about this on the way down. Right. Gotcha. Like, well, maybe if I find a pool of water, I can live. So uh, I'm falling. I'm falling. I'm falling. And As I get near the bottom, it actually gets a little bit brighter. Like I could see some light. So you're you're still falling. You're
1: not in water yet. You're still falling.
0: I'm still falling at this point. Okay. But then I hit bottom. And like the screen, quote unquote, starts to fade to black. Mm. And, you know, I'm just waiting to respawn. Did you see that girl's body down there? (laughs) That would have been crazy because I hadn't heard that story (laughs) before I dropped it. Um, but as as my world is fading to black and I'm waiting to respawn back up at my base or whatever, I look over and through this hole in the wall, I see what looks like this majestic ruined city, and it's light down there. It's like very yellow, like something you would see in like a the jungle in an Indiana Jones movie or something. Mm. Right. So I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. It's it's scratching my like exploration itch, right? Right. So then like I respawned back up there and I'm like, well I gotta get back down there now and find out what this is about. So in my dream, I uh I bring the, up the console by hitting tilde or whatever, and I type in no clip. <laughs> I have no idea if this works in Minecraft <laughs> it's just what I did in my video. So I can just like fly through the world, you know? So, I just fly down this hole and go down to the bottom. And then I, I get down there and I start approaching these ruins. I'm like all excited. And I'm just looking around, seeing what I could find. And I find this like throne room looking thing with like all this fancy furniture and shit. And I look over and there's a bed. And in this bed whoa, whoa,
2: is a whoa, sexy whoa. lady.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those sexy lady scenes where, like, you know, all, all the sexy bits are covered up by a sheet. Now, okay. tell me, is she blocky? No, she is a woman sexy.
1: Is, is the ruins at this point, have they transformed into realistic?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's not squares or cubes. I was anymore. still imagining it's, like, yeah. it's columns and, gotcha. you know, okay, gold leaf and shit. Um, and then as I'm like looking at this lady, this other girl appears who at this point she's like, my companion that has been exploring with me. Sure. Even though she just showed up. <laughs> but in your brain, you but know. But in my brain, it's like, yeah, she was there the whole time. Yeah. But, and she's like, just, Fucking dreams, man. Just, just my right. my buddy exploring these ruins. Mm, she's about to get friends on. Now, is
1: she. <laughs> is she
0: blocky? No, she is but also... But you're blocky. A, so, should I get more descriptive about how they look? <laughs> well, a
1: little bit, because I'm picturing Minecraft all up until a point. Okay. And now there's sexy the, ladies. The lady
0: in the bed. Um. She is dark skinned, dark haired, sexy. You don't watch Game of Thrones, but she looks like Missandei. M- Andri- no, Elmer- oh, I know who you're talking um, about. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Grey Worms. Yeah, woman. Boo. Yeah, she looks kind of like that. Okay, and then my companion lady looks like a redheaded Laura Croft. Okay. 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 Like, like from the new video game. Okay, episode. I knew that was the next question. <laughs> like classic Laura Croft. <laughs> no, I need this. I need no, this. <laughs> not blocky, pointy Laura Croft. Yeah. Um. But then, like my my Laura Croft buddy just decides to get in bed with this other chick. Okay. And start doing sexy things. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: your your fucking pickaxe is rigid as shit. <laughs> <laughs> you start digging straight down.
0: <laughs>
2: For another reason.
0: <laughs>
2: well, at this
0: point, I decided to join in. Of course. Yeah. So I can't really talk about what happened after this. <laughs> it's but still too private. It was a good dream. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Is there any ending <laughs> that you can give us that is happy? Th- well, I'm <laughs> sure it was happy, but I mean, did you just wake up suddenly after you were like.
0: This is kind of disappointing now because it's a dream. <clears throat> um, no, I kind of was more like, wow, that was awesome. Right. That's and good. Ooh. I don't know. No regrets. Yeah. I wasn't. It wasn't like one of those things where it's like, oh, damn, I want to go back to sleep and finish that dream. You know, yeah. it was just yeah. like... Recapture that magic. I was just kind of like, that was a pretty baller dream. That's cool. <laughs> I enjoy that. I yeah. usually, if I find myself
1: in those scenarios where something seems too good to be true, I talk myself awake rationally right like this is too good to be true fuck this i'm out this is this is definitely a dream i have
2: zero lucidity in my dreams though like i'm 100 like bought into that reality when i'm dreaming
1: yeah, it depends on what it is but usually <coughs> if it's like you know if there's been dreams where i've done something bad or been accused of doing something bad where i'm going to jail that i have to talk myself so- like i'm like okay this is just a dream this is just a dream and then i can kind of come out of it and especially if it's like really intense and frightening almost like a nightmare but conversely, also, if something's, like, really good, mm. I can do the same thing where I'm like, this is too fucking good to be true. I'm coming, I'm coming out. I'm coming out of this shit. I wake up with a boner. Yeah. It's weird. It's
0: weird. Have you guys yeah. ever experienced sleep paralysis? Yes. Yeah,
2: a little bit. Not so much in the last few years, but when I was in my early 20s, I would have that sometimes. My wife still gets it pretty bad.
0: I've only had it happen once, and it was, like, last year. It was really fucking weird. Yeah.
1: I had it happen once when I was living at home. I remember being in my bedroom upstairs and waking up in the middle of the night and wanting to get up, but not being able to like move anything, being like, all right, well, this is weird. Left arm up. Nope. Not happening. Right arm up. And then I just fell back to sleep. But I remember like, it's weird that I fell back to sleep because it was kind of frightening, but I was like, I guess, I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah. that's the way out.
0: Yeah. Now, when I experienced it, I didn't wake up until I got out of it. Like I was... At least I don't think I was awake. I was laying on my stomach and I felt something pressing into my back. But at this point, it still felt like a dream. It felt like somebody was like pushing down on my spine. Like they had you at gunpoint or something? Or or like they had like a stick or something. Something like not sharp, but hard and pointy. Was your boyfriend with you? Uh, (laughs) 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 But it was, you know, it was painful. And it was like they kept putting more pressure and more pressure on it. And I was trying to, like, move or tell them to stop, but I couldn't. Like, I was just paralyzed. Right, right. And then I ended up waking myself up because I mustered, like, all the strength I could to try to yell at them to stop. And it was more like... (laughs) so then you came yeah and then i woke up was that your
2: first experience with mustard
0: (laughs) i was waiting for that i saw jake's eyes light up when he said (laughs) so yeah i I mean like i kind of knew i was in my bed but it still felt like a dream Mm. yeah i hate those like
2: mixed reality dreams like where there's enough going on in your brain that, that kind of recognizes like where you actually are. But then like, there's events like in your dream that aren't happening because it's really confusing. Like there's been many times that i you know woke up where I live now and, you know, heard like someone kicking on the door trying to get in and then, then actually wake up, you know, right. and just like, Oh, I hate that. You know, yeah. don't, don't get too
1: real here dreams. Yeah. I don't, I don't care for that at all. I have some dream settings that are kind of strange. Like, a lot of my dreams take place in my grandmother's house for no reason. Whether or not she's there or not, it's just that's a setting mm-hmm. sometimes, or, um, like an old apartment I've lived in has, has been one. And it's so weird because I haven't seen those places in years, but yeah. they're just like they're grounded little realities. Yeah. Um, I actually wanted to, uh, if you, did you have a dream you want to share? I'm, I'm bad at remembering specifics. So there was one know. that I know you'll remember when we did these off kilters on, uh, the Polykill podcast. Uh, proper.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I wanted to reshare one just because this is a different podcast. I wanted, you know, perhaps maybe a new audience would hear this one. And plus, it's just awesome yeah. uh, that someone submitted to us. Oh yeah. Um. So if you don't mind, I'm going to read through Go this. For it. This was submitted to us uh, last year, uh, day before Valentine's Day, 2018, by Jeffrey Hilliard.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everybody's
1: familiar with old Jeffrey. Uh, He says, Hey guys, if you're still looking for dream stories, I've got a quick one about a dream I had probably almost 10 years ago that really stuck with me. It's a creepy one, but maybe it's right for the show. Hope this gets the, hope this is the sort of thing you're looking for. Uh, first off, let me set the stage a bit. This dream takes place at what looks to be a 1920s-ish era outdoor auction. There is a plain wooden stage placed against the wall of a brick building which sits across a cobblestone street from some bleachers, in which about 20 to 30 people are seated. Everyone is in old-ass clothes and everything, plus everyone looks miserable. To top it off, this dream is happening in black and white, no colors. I'm sitting in the bleachers watching this thing come up for auction. A few people make bids by raising their hands, and then the items are carted off the stage. Nobody is saying a word. Aside from the sound of the auction items being brought to the stage and taken away, it's intensely quiet. After about three or so items pass through, a very large covered item is rolled onto the stage. The auctioneer pulls the cover and reveals a very ornate, dark black coffin. All of a sudden, most of the audience's hands shoot up, frantically waving to the auctioneer. In all the commotion, I'm suddenly nudged in the arm by the person next to me. I look over, and it's a young girl, about 8 to 10 years old. She's jumping and waving her hands, but she's too short to gain any attention. She seems very upset by the whole situation, and I ask her, Why are you trying to buy this coffin? She pauses and says, I've been in an accident, I'm in a coma, I need to buy this coffin so I can die. It's at this point of the dream where I'm still dreaming, but I realize I'm in a dream. Dream limbo, maybe? It seems as though I'm in a, like, shared dream world or something. All I can think about is that I'm sitting next to a girl in a coma who wants to die, and then what the hell am I doing here? Then I wake up. I stayed in bed for about ten minutes trying to wrap my head around this one before I got on with my day. I'm no writer, so please feel free to make adjustments or clarify if needed. Yeah. But, man, that, that one still sticks with me. I still think about that. When somebody mentions a dream, I'm like, yeah, that one guy had that fucking crazy dream. <laughs> yeah. About that girl
0: wanting to buy that coffin. <clears throat> so she could die. That's yeah. fucking creepy. And it's I in black the, and white and there's no sound. Yeah. I think the fact that, like, nobody's talking. is a morbid affair. Yeah. 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 And, like, uh, we were
1: talking, like, it would be, like, a neat – it would be a neat thing to, like, see portrayed. Sure. Like a short film. Yeah. Or a, yeah.
2: Because, I mean, I think that the idea of a shared dream world is a really cool idea for a concept. Yeah. You know, for some kind of storytelling
1: where it's, you know, like that. Yeah, no, I agree. It sounds
0: like the start of a Twilight Zone episode a little or bit. something.
1: Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I don't really have any specific stories of my own to share other than I've woken myself up a couple times laughing <laughs> in dreams. Oh. And it, it, it's only happened twice that I can think of. And the one that I can remember most is uh, somebody was telling me something and the punchline was. Um, like ground beef, it went through a boy and bounced off a roof. And for whatever reason, just <laughs> that notion, that nonsensical word jumble cracked me up to the point I laughed myself awake. No, to, I don't even know what it was about. I have no imagery to attach to it. It's just yeah. that sentence. <laughs> but you remembered it. I remembered it because yeah. yeah. I laughed my fucking ass off and I actually <laughs> typed it into my phone to remember it because I was like, that's that's hilarious. Um, that's but, crazy.
0: Yeah. I think I'm not funny enough to have funny dreams. I don't know. I, I, I don't do that. I don't know what that came from. Whenever I wake myself up, it's because I, in my dream I'm doing some sort of physical exertion. Yeah, like you were. Shaking, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shaking a spider off my hand or like trying to punch somebody or jump out of the way of something. Mm. That'll like, like, my body actually reacts to that and that wakes me up. But. Never, I don't think I've ever had a funny dream. Yeah. I don't
2: think I've either. Like, I, I think I may have mentioned it on our dreams podcast from a year ago. <clears throat> but, like, when I get cold, my dreams turn to horror. So, like, if I'm asleep and, like, the covers get pulled off and, like, I get cold enough to get, like, a chill, like, mm-hmm. actual chill bumps, like, my dreams just go straight to hell. Like, it gets terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up and I realize, oh, I'm cold, so that's why I was having that dream. Put
1: Jake asleep, turn the thermostat down. <laughs> yeah, <and> yeah. See <laughs> what happens. make me miserable. Yes,
2: yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I can't really figure out, you know, if it's a chicken and egg thing. Like, am I am I actually having chills because I'm cold, or you know, is it the dream is scary and I wake up with chills? I don't know, but that seems to be the only consistent thing about my dreams is like, if I'm cold and have chills, my dreams are just terrifying.
1: Yeah. Or just in general, I think if your body temperature changes, it would affect because like fever dreams are a thing. So you would right. think if it went the other way, it would be the same yeah, or have a similar effect. Fever dreams are like
2: scary too, right?
1: Yeah, I think they're faster paced though. It's like your brain, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're just fast. more rapid. Mm-hmm. So maybe yours are just slow deaths when you're cold. Maybe. <laughs> that'd be cool. Was <laughs> uh, well, that about to do it? Anybody have anything else? No, not really, man. No. All right. We've no, got some Patreon no, no. shout-outs. Cole yeah, yeah. McAllister! Cole, Cole and Mac, Cole and Mac, we holla, holla, Oh, shit. Yeah, let me talk about this real quick. Do we do it. So, last time we talked about juries. Yeah. Jury duty. Yeah. I wanted to be on a jury. We kind of made that point. Then I said, maybe not. Maybe I just want to hang out in the courtroom and maybe not be a juror. Yeah, and play your Nintendo Switch. Yeah, but we put this into the ether, and lo and behold, the day that we recorded that, I got a postmarked... Letter from the local federal court district, telling me to go online and fill out a survey to test my eligibility to be a federal or a juror in a federal case, which was fucking crazy. That's so crazy. Waited my whole life for this, and the week <laughs> I put it in the in the into the ether, it comes back. Speak it, believe it. It is law of attraction. Cra- crazy. And speaking of Cole, I don't know if I can pull this up fast enough, but his his response to the question about whether or not. I could have a switch on my person. Right. Um, He says... Um, I don't have it here. But basically, he says there's no posted sign that says you can't have a switch. Only cell phones are not allowed. But he said at the very least I could try it and at least be responsible for a new sign <laughs> yes. that says no switches. Yes. So... Yeah. And You could be a president. I could be a president. And I've always wanted to run for president. So <laughs> that's good. Also, Miles McGinnis. Miles! The Flock <laughs> of Nerds podcast. Locky, locky. And... The one, the only, Drew Russell. Drew McIntyre. Do we still? Uh, nope. You wish. You <laughs> wish a- it was three <laughs> Irish last names. But we do owe him a, uh, a sticker. I will, I will. We will have that sent out by the end of the week. Very soon. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.
0: Right at the buzzer.